comment, like, and subscribe to win this Omni-Man variant. We're shooting for 55,000 subscribers. Comic fam, let's chat about the trending comics this week. Another week, another list, and Overstreet Price Guide Advisor. Russ, good to see you. How you feeling? How do you feel about this list? Oh, this list is great. There's a bunch of affordable books and a ton of sibling rivalry this week. Sibling rivalry? As well as fishnets. At the list at number 10, we have Deathstroke Incorporated, issue number 6. We have the 1 in 25 variant featuring Deathstroke on the cover as well as a gorgeous black canary. Look at those legs. This is a beautiful variant, $60, brand new this week because everyone wants to see Black Canary and those fishnets. Great variant by Alex Garner. Really just one of those books that you anticipate that people are only buying because of the art, not necessarily because of the content, but it is a good read. We have two of DC's biggest assassins in one book. We have Deathstroke, we have Black Canary. We also have the Toy Man 2.0, The Trust Foundation. This is a fun comic, which is not what I'm used to when reading a Deathstroke narrative. It takes you to space. They fight Cyborg Superman. They also fight the Hive Queen in this run, which is like a, a woman that causes a ruckus with bees. And Deathstroke rides a unicorn. Comic fam has got some Deadpool vibes in here. You got to check it out. Number nine on the list, I Am Legend number one. Now, this is an early Vertigo book that was written by Steve Niles and based on the novel by Richard Matheson. We are seeing $10 average sales on news that there is a project in production for HBO Max, but we're not certain if it's a movie or a television show. This comic came out in 1991, and it is a retelling of the novel that focuses on a world where individuals, by and large, turn into vampires, and there's one person that's left to fight them off. Now, the members may not know about the novel or this comic, but they sure will know about the 2007 Will Smith adaptation where they changed the narrative, instead made the vampires zombies. I Am Legend was a hit, grossed over $500 million on a $150 million budget. Now, most of us, I think our introduction to Steve Niles was 30 Days of Night, but he also did October Faction, and I, I'm wondering if this is the earliest vampire horror thing he did in comic books. Butch in the house at the listed number eight, Amazing Spider-Man 307. We have Chameleon on the cover, done wonderfully by Todd McFarlane. This is the origin of the character, and more importantly, where it is revealed how he got his powers, his power upgrade, if you would, because it would take 307 issues of Amazing Spider-Man for him to actually transition into the character that we know him to be from like the animated series, a villain who can transform his face. I'll remind the community that this character had his first appearance take place in Amazing Spider-Man number one. The chameleon goes up against Spider-Man. He frames him because he's a master of disguise. He is trained in being able to mimic other characters. But by issue 307, he is literally transforming his bod, making him a very Difficult foe to beat. 875% increase in copies sold this week because, sibling rivalry alert, Chameleon is Craven's brother. So in the Craven film, we are going to have an appearance of this character. And now we have the color crimson to talk about. The Lord of Oblivion at the list at number seven. Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme issue number 44. A comic we haven't talked about in near three years. Last time it made our list, it was because of Sir Kate's. This time... It's because of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness and a homie in the community, 
one of my favorite YouTubers, Comics Explained. 1,733% increase in copies sold because in the new Multiverse of Madness trailer, we see America Chavez fighting this fiery demonic entity. That's right. And Rob from Comics Explained did a breakdown of this trailer and pointed out that this demonic entity could very well be Sidorak, who makes its first appearance in full in this comic book. $20 average sales and an $85 high sale for a CGC 9.8. $85 for a 9.8 of this seems abnormally low, Tom. Like if you look Historically, even six months ago, this was as high as $130 in a CGC 9.8. And if that is him in the trailer, $85 is a steal. There's still only 64 of these on the census in a 9.8. This could be a sleeper. When confirming this 9.8 sale on eBay, I noticed that it took place a day after the trailer debuted. So someone saw the opportunity and grabbed it quick. And as of the day of this filming, there are no other 9.8s to be seen on eBay. And I want to remind the community that back in 2018, Avengers Infinity War, Doctor Strange utilized the Crimson Bands, utilizing Sidorak's powers, trying to remove Thanos' gauntlet. The connection is there, and Rob pointed it out, and this book blew up. Comic fam, if you like what we do, you should sign up for the Mystery Mail Call, where we get you hot comics, including amazing exclusives, every single month. One per box, we teamed up with the God of War art director, Raph Grissetti, one of the best artists of our generation, to offer a whatnot combo exclusive. They're going to get some comps over on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. However, with the power of whatnot, we were able to make virgin copies of a Marvel exclusive. We only are able to do this a couple times a year at this point. And one per box, virgins going out at random. We have Silver Surfer Rebirth, Silver Surfer and Galactus on one cover going out in every single box. Next at the list, at number six, wild cards number one, George R.R. Martin goodness won't come off this list. $20 average sales, $100 for a CGC 9.4. You know, that book is going to spike when someone sells a 9.8. An increase of 525% in copies sold of the four-issue miniseries of the comic book retelling of George R.R. Martin's novel universe that he built with the help of over 40 different creators. Now, this story explores a post-World War II universe where a virus called Wildcard mutates human genetics to either positive or negative consequences. Yeah, either they mutate or they get superpowers or they die. And we chatted about this first because of the acquisition by Hulu which then dropped and went nowhere. But then it was picked up by Peacock this past few months. Shout out Reggie Collects, who did the coverage of this, which actually spiked the book again. Because it's by George R.R. Martin. And you know that producers are after any type of universe that could mimic or mirror Game of Thrones. But in this past week, Marvel had a big announcement. News this week that Marvel will be adapting George R.R. Martin's first Wild Cards book, which kicked off the entire universe. George R.R. Martin is super hyped. This is what he had to say. As my fans may already know, the Wild Card world holds a special place in my heart. So to have the privilege of an announcement that an industry titan like Marvel is going to be producing the narrative from the beginning as a comic book brings me no end of joy. The Peacock acquisition, Marvel chatting about this. This cannot be a coincidence, guys. At the list at number five, Miles Morales 13. Over two years for this book to come full circle, we have the first appearance of Miles Morales' sister, Billy Morales, and it looks like 
She's going to be a superhero. Another great sibling rivalry. And when Tom and I started talking about this book two years ago, there was a lot of speculation that something would be happening with Billy. Well, we finally have information that there is. An increase of copies sold of 700%. We have $30 average sales, a $200 sale for a CGC 9.8, and a Marvel solicitation for the upcoming Miles Morales Spider-Man issue number 38. Listen closely. This is what it reads. A timeline where Miles' clone, Selim, is victorious, and the only thing standing in the evil Spider-Man's way is a rebellion led by General Genki and a very grown-up and extremely badass Captain Billy. Who else could Billy be besides Billy Morales? So new solicitation means Capitan Billy will be showing up in May, but people are really specking on the second printing of Miles Morales 13, which actually shows the final page where she is first being born on the cover. $300 for a CGC 9.8 for that book. I suspect people want that second print because this is the first time she's seen on the cover, even though it came out a month after all the other variants and cover A. Speaking of the other variants, we do have the variant cover by Eduardo Petrovich, which is going for $60 average sales. I couldn't find any 9.8s. Put a pin in that one. We're going to come back to it. We also have the Raza variant, which is seeing $400 sales for a CGC 9.8, and anyone could have ordered that one. But what's going on with that Venom Island? The Venom Island is a weird one. So back then, Marvel wasn't doing a ratio for this book, but what they did was they forced people to purchase a certain percentage of a previous book to order this variant. So for this one, number 13, you had to match your orders of number 10 to order any copies of the Venom Island variant. So shops that weren't ordering the same number were not able to get that Venom Island, which actually is going to make it more scarce. Considering there are no 9.8s to talk about for that book, I think members may be sleeping on it, not realizing how difficult it was to secure because it was harder to secure than a traditional incentive variant. At the list, at number four, Balder the Brave, issue number one. We got another brother to talk about. 1,700% increase in copies sold. $3 average sales. This is Balder the Brave's first solo series. He's Loki and Thor's half-brother, and it's interesting because his first real appearance is Journey into Mystery 85, Loki's first appearance. Considering that book is quite pricey and is a major Marvel blue chip key, looking at a solo series as an option for key spec looks better by the day. $3 average sales, you can find this in dollar bins. And it was featured in Nick's Picks, which is why you got to download the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics, the man who's managing the timeline behind the computers with his giant staff analyzing the comic book marketplace. There's a category where... Stuff comes into radar and he puts it in there because he thinks it's good spec. And this is great spec because I remind the community that there was straight up concept art back during the Thor Dark World movie that featured Boulder the Brave. However, he was never utilized. But what do we know when concept art is being created? It's because they have plans to utilize these characters. Could Boulder be the guardsman of the Illuminati, which is also heavily speculated to take place 
in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Use code TOM101 for two free weeks of the best comic app out there. Help support the show, but this could be an exciting new sibling dynamic. Now at the list at number three, we're gonna party like it's your birthday. We have zero number one DC. We have Christopher Priest Goodness, one of the best writers on Black Panther doing this little known run, but shout out 50 Cent Curtis Jackson, his production company, G-Unit. Purchase the rights to bring this to the screen. $60 average sales, $180 for a high raw sale. Now, Zero was a 12-issue miniseries from the late 1990s. I'm a big fan of James Bond, so I love these like espionage spy type things. Well, he is technologically advanced, and they have found a way to weaponize invisibility so he can get into places that no one else can. An increase of copies sold of 1,150% this week. I think this is a great example of being able to spot spec before it's too late because I doubt that Curtis Jackson was a big Zero fan. I think that he was probably looking for things to option. He's got a big production company so he's doing a lot, but it was probably because of the writer attached, Christopher Priest, that made this title so attractive. Look at your favorite writers and what they've done and start your spec search there. Number two on the list, Star Wars High Republic Adventures, the annual number one. $10 average sales for a book that was $7.99 new. We told you about Fallon, our favorite Canadian YouTuber, and we're not talking about Logan. He has yet started a YouTube channel. But no, in the meantime, while we wait for Wolverine, we have Jim Comics. And this gentleman... He dives deep into comic narratives. He collects. He doesn't sell comics at all. So you get a really good analysis on the market because he's really trying to figure out where stories are headed. And in this comic, we have multiple first appearances. We have option status that's been granted to this run. And we have a growing Star Wars mythos by the day, making this book Increasing copies sold of 767% after he hit the mic to talk about it. What a great book, Tom. Now, this is the first appearance of Bell Zetafar, a Jedi Padawan, and Ember, his charhound, who's a character in the novels. That's right. We also have the first appearance of the Jedi Master, both Loden Grantstorm and Porter Angle, as well as Indira Stokes, a Jedi Knight. So multiple first appearances. However, we do know that Porter Angle is going to be a character focused in phase two two of Star Wars High Republic and we saw from the Lucasfilms producer him stating that there is going to be a video game that's going to take you into the world of the High Republic as well as a live action adaptation. Now, in addition to it being a higher than normal cover price, almost twice what a normal issue does, annuals are just ordered less than regular comic books. Part of it is that when you subscribe to a comic book, you're only really getting the 12 monthlies. The annual doesn't really count, so you have to make a concerted effort or trust your LCS to order the annuals for you. I can tell you that we're ordering 35 copies of the regular book and only ordered 20 copies of the annual. Keep an eye out for that John Lamb cover. This was an exclusive printed to 700 copies, seeing $60 average sales, featuring Bell Zetafar on the cover for the first time. If you like what we do, hit the like, slap the subscribe. It'll enter you to win by commenting this invincible number one Omni-Man whatnot exclusive by Tyler Kirkham and Russ. Hit him with the number one trending book this week. Number one on the list, West Coast Avengers number 56. $30 average sales, for a CGC 9.8. This is the first cover appearance of Dark 
Scarlet, Wanda Maximoff as an evil witch. We get to see her turning evil in the Multiverse of Madness trailer. So this is one of those books that you could have seen coming from a mile away. We know that Wanda's dabbling with that dark magic. She's using that dark hold. Since WandaVision, she has to go through some type of character arc that's probably going to take place in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Considering Doctor Strange just messed up the multiverse, she's probably looking at him going, hey, how come I'm getting in trouble for messing stuff up when you aren't? Thus, we have the Multiverse Illuminati being introduced. However, I suspect that it is Wanda who is likely our main antagonist in this film, regardless of the Sidorak and Cathan rumors. 306% increase in copies sold this week, and we know that Wanda is looking for her kids, so she's probably going to be seeking out a superhero that can jump multiverses like America Chavez. We see a variant of both Doctor Strange and Wanda. There's so much spec on this movie. I want to hear the community's thoughts in the comment section below. We appreciate your time today. And as always, geek responsibly. Enough said. Comic fam, join us every single week on What Not Wednesday. The best new app to buy and sell comic books, collectibles, Pokemon cards, records, clothing. Man, there's a lot of stuff on NFTs. there. NFTs. Records. But we're there for the funny books. Link in the description. For dollar start auctions that last as little as 20, 15 seconds long. We have two other videos for you to check out. Enjoy them. We made them for you. 